the close of probation. Some of you may be surprised to discover that today's subject is the close of probation and not the big time of trouble. But it is very important that we study these events in the order in which they take place. The subject today, the close of probation, is the termination point which ends the little time of trouble and it is the beginning point that starts the big time of trouble. So naturally, our next study will be about that which immediately follows the close of probation. Now, as is my custom, let us begin with a word of prayer. O loving Father, as we explain the details that surround the close of probation, we will find that it is most important for each of us to be ready since it will determine our future, either to enjoy the wonders of heaven with immortal life or to be sentenced to eternal death. May thy Holy Spirit help us to comprehend the seriousness of probation's close and the nearness of this final event which is to burst upon us with such suddenness that few, we are told, will be found ready. So please, Father, help us to make an important decision before this study ends that by thy grace we will be found ready. For we ask this in the blessed name of Jesus. Amen. First, let us turn to the Holy Scripture and read what our Lord had to say about our subject. I am reading from Luke 21, verses 34 to 36, in which the Lord says, Take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and the care of this life, and so that that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. In order for us to understand how the close of probation will affect each individual who is alive when this end time event occurs, it is important that we understand what actually takes place when either the mark or the seal is applied to each person. Keep in mind 
that as individuals no one receives the mark or the seal until the national Sunday law has been enacted and everyone alive fully understands the Sabbath Sunday issue and has made a decision to obey God and keep the Seventh-day Sabbath or obey the new world order of the beast power and accept Sunday in reverence to the Antichrist. So, when this national Sunday law is enacted, those who have had a previous knowledge of the Sabbath truth, such as we Seventh-day Adventists, they will now experience the judgment of the living, and according to their response, will receive the seal or the mark. This will take place before those who have had no knowledge of the Sabbath Sunday issue are to be judged. Thus, probation will close first for the Seventh-day Adventist believer. Those who have been judged and sealed will receive the power of the fourth angel to boldly proclaim the loud cry to the entire world. But those in the church who are judged to be unworthy will receive the mark and become the bitterest enemies of God's faithful remnant. Let us see just how this will take place. We read in inspiration that the individuals who receive the seal of God will, and I am quoting, nevermore be defiled by the tempter's devices, unquote. Testimonies 5, page 475. Also on page 216 of the same book, in speaking of the Sunday law, quote, when the decree goes forth and the stamp, that's the seal, is impressed, their character will remain pure and spotless for eternity, unquote. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? But in contrast, those apostate Seventh-day Adventists who receive the mark will never again have the opportunity to come to Christ. For such individuals will become totally hateful and evil, just like Satan when he finally made his decision to disobey God. Thus, all who have denied the truth receive the mark and their probation is closed forever. We should call this experience the individual close of probation. However, don't forget that there are many other people of all other religions who, for lack of knowledge, have not yet made their final decision. This is the reason for the loud cry 
to begin so that such individuals can hear the truth and make their decision for or against God. When all have decided one way or the other, it is then that the loud cry angel leaves the earth and returns to heaven's sanctuary and reports to Jesus when he does this. Jesus stands up and throws down the censer of intercession and declares, It is done. This act will bring what we shall cause, call the general close of probation for all. Now, let us see how God has clearly spelled out these details for us. In Selected Messages 2, page 16, the servant of the Lord says, I speak not my own words. How solemn. Are you listening? She says, I speak not my own words when I say that God's Spirit will pass by those who have had their day of test and opportunity, but who have not distinguished the voice of God or appreciated the movings of His Spirit. What a sad, sad picture of lost Seventh-day Adventists. But praise God, we are also told, and I'm quoting on, then thousands in the eleventh hour will see and acknowledge the truth. Now how can this be? We know there will be many of all other faith who will accept the call of the loud cry and be saved and take the place of the Seventh-day Adventists who have apostatized. In Bible Commentary 7, page 979, the time of God's destructive judgment is the time of mercy for those who have no opportunity to learn what is truth. Tenderly will the Lord look upon them his heart of mercy is touched. His hand is still stretched out to save while the door is closed to those who would not enter. Large numbers will be admitted who in these last days hear the truth. And now notice, for the first time, unquote. So you see, it becomes very clear that unless we are now daily advancing in righteousness, we shall not be ready later. Over and over, our Lord has expressed the urgency of being ready now. In Mark 13, 33, I read his words, Take heed, watch and pray, for ye know not when the time is. And the servant of the Lord states in Testimonies to Ministers, page 507, unless we are daily advancing in the exemplification 
of the active Christian virtues. We shall not recognize the manifestations of the Holy Spirit in the latter rain. It may be falling on hearts all around us, but we shall not discern or receive it." Unquote. I tremble as I have prepared this message, for I see so many within my church today who are living as if they had forever to gain needed victories. Of such individuals we read in Great Controversy, page 608, as the storm approaches, a large class, oh, how sad that is, a large class who have professed faith in the third angel's message, but have not been sanctified through obedience to the truth, abandon their position and join the ranks of opposition. By uniting with the world and partaking of its spirit, they have come to view matters in nearly the same light. And when the test is brought, they are prepared to choose the easy, popular side. Men of talent and pleasing address who once rejoiced in the truth, employ their powers to deceive and mislead souls. They become the most bitter enemies of their former brethren. When Sabbath keepers are brought before the courts to answer for their faith, these apostates are the most efficient agents of Satan to misrepresent and accuse them, and by false reports and insinuations to stir up the rulers against them." Unquote. Beloved, what amazes me is the fact that we are so near to the close of probation, and yet the ministry of God's remnant people seldom, if ever, speak upon this subject, the close of probation. Nor do they preach on the vital truths of Revelation 13, dealing with the beast and its image, so that our people will know how to meet successfully the coming test. I believe that now is the time to arouse the saints to wake up to the truth that our final test is just before us. No wonder Ellen White, God's last day prophet, speaks with such earnestness on this matter. Listen. I'm reading from Bible Commentary 7, page 976. The Lord has shown me clearly that the image of the beast will be formed before probation closes, for it is to be the great test for the people of God, by which their eternal destiny will be decided. This is the test 
that the people of God must have before they are sealed. All who prove their loyalty to God by observing His law and refusing to accept a spurious Sabbath will rank under the banner of the Lord God Jehovah and will receive the seal of the living God. Those who yield the truth of heavenly origin and accept the Sunday Sabbath will receive the mark of the beast." Unquote. Now, if you believe that Jesus is coming as I do, then you must agree that the sealing time is just before us, quote, especially in the closing work of the church, in the sealing time of the 144,000 who are to stand without fault before the throne of God. Testimony 3, page 266. Consider with me the gravity of this coming event that is so solemn and thought-provoking, for the close of probation marks the end of probationary time. Never has there been anything like this in past history except what took place just before the flood, when the inhabitants of the earth had to make a decision to obey God and enter the ark or be lost. And at that time, God destroyed everyone except Noah and his family who obeyed his command. In the Great Controversy, page 594, the events connected with the close of probation and the work of preparation for the time of trouble are clearly presented, but multitudes have no more understanding of these important truths than if they had never been revealed. Satan watches to catch away every impression that would make them wise unto salvation, and the time of trouble will find them unready." End quote. But let us keep in mind that the last warning message of Revelation 14 will be given to all who have never heard the truth before the general probation closes. We read in Gospel Workers, page 27, the solemn, sacred message of warning must be proclaimed in the most difficult fields and in the most sinful cities, in every place where the light of the great threefold gospel message has not yet dawned. Everyone is to hear the last call to the married supper of the Lamb. From town to town, from city to city, from country to country, the message of present truth is to be proclaimed, not with outward display, but in the power of the Spirit." Unquote. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? 
Keep in mind how inspiration describes this glorious triumph of the gospel in the closing moments of this earth before the big time of trouble commences. In Counsel to Parents and Teachers, page 532, we read, The message of the renewing power of God's grace will be carried to every country and clime until the truth shall belt the world. But remember, the moment the final appeal of Revelation 14 reaches the entire world, at that moment the Savior's intercession within the heavenly sanctuary will cease, and the investigative judgment will have ended. In Great Controversy, page 435, the message of this chapter Revelation 14, constitutes a threefold warning which is to prepare the inhabitants of the earth for the Lord's second coming. The announcement, the hour of his judgment is come, points to the closing work of Christ's ministration for the salvation of men. It heralds a truth. <coughs> which must be proclaimed until the Savior's intercession shall cease, and he shall return to the earth to take his people to himself. The work of judgment, which began in 1844, must continue until the cases of all are decided, both of the living and the dead. Hence, it will extend to the close of human probation. Now, permit me to summarize what we have just learned. The coming National Sunday Law in America will be quickly followed by a universal Sunday Law enforced by the New World Order. Both of these laws are for the purpose of forcing all to honor the authority of the Antichrist power, the papacy. So everyone will be forced to make a decision for or against God. Those who receive the seal are filled with the Holy Spirit of the latter rain and give the loud cry of the third angel's message to those who have never heard God's last call can also make their decision to receive the mark of the beast or the seal of God, thus closing their probation. The third angel's message will go quickly to the uttermost parts of the world so that all will be sealed or marked. At this point, the general close of human probation takes place. How sad is the picture of those Adventists who are not ready, who for years have slighted God's closing appeal. It just seems like never have I read anything like the following. 
in Christ's Object Lesson, page 413. Saddest of all words that ever fell on mortal ears are those words of doom, I know you not. The fellowship of the Spirit, which you have slighted, could alone make you one with the joyous throng at the marriage feast. In that scene, you cannot participate. Its light would fall on blinded eyes, its melody upon deaf ears. Its love and joy could awake no chord of gladness in the world-benumbed heart. You are shut out from heaven by your own unfitness for its companionship. Reading on further in Testimonies, Volume 2, page 191. When Jesus ceases to plead for man, the cases of all are forever decided. This is the time of reckoning with his servants. To those who have neglected the preparation of purity and holiness, which fits them to be waiting ones to welcome their Lord, the sun sets in gloom and darkness and rises not again. Probation closes. Christ's intercession ceases in heaven. Are you listening? This time finally comes suddenly upon all, and those who have neglected to purify their souls by obeying the truth are found sleeping. If such had only known that the work of Christ in the heavenly sanctuary would close so soon, how differently would they have watched? The Master anticipating all this gives them timely warnings in the command to watch. He distinctly states the suddenness of his coming. He does not measure the time, lest we shall neglect a momentary preparation, and in our indolence look ahead to the time when we think he will come and defer the preparation. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not. Yet this foretold uncertainty and suddenness at last fails to arouse us from stupidity to earnest watchfulness and to quicken our watchfulness for our expected master. Those not found waiting and watching are finally surprised in their unfaithfulness. The Master comes, and instead of their being ready to open unto him immediately, and God forbid, it says they are locked in worldly slumber, lost at last. In Selected Messages 1, page 191, 
God has not revealed to us the time when this message will close or when probation will have an end. But she continues, Letters have come in to me asking me if I have any special light as to the time when probation will close. And I answer that I have only this message to bear, that it is now time to work while the day lasts, for the night cometh in which no man can work. Now, just now, it is time for us to be watching, working, and waiting." Unquote. So it is. The final withdrawal of salvation will come unannounced. In the book, Sons and Daughters of God, page 355, silently, unnoticed, as the midnight thief, icy bower which marks the fixing of every man's destiny, the final withdrawal of mercy offered to guilty man. Watch ye therefore, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Now, to help us comprehend this fact, we have before us the example of the Jews in rejecting the Messiah. In Great Controversy 6, 7, 15, when God's presence was finally withdrawn from the Jewish nation, priests and people knew it not. So, when the irrevocable decision of the sanctuary has been pronounced, and the destiny of the world has been forever fixed, the inhabitants of the earth will know it not. And even Satan will not know that probation has closed. Listen, Great Controversy 618, Satan sees that holy angels are guarding them meaning the righteous, and he infers that their sins have been pardoned. But he does not know that their cases have been decided in the sanctuary above. Again from the same book, page 613. When the third angel's message closes, mercy no longer pleads for the guilty inhabitants of the earth. The people of God have accomplished their work. They have received the latter rain, the refreshing from the presence of the Lord, and they are prepared for the trying hour before them. Angels are hastening to and fro in heaven. An angel returns from the earth, announces that his work is done. The final test has been brought upon the world. And all who have proved themselves loyal to the divine precepts have received the seal of the living God." Unquote. And now comes the fulfillment of Daniel 12, 1, which will take place. At that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. There shall be a time of trouble 
such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. Consider with me those words, at that time shall Michael stand up. This has to do with four prophecies which will have been accomplished. One, the last case has been decided in which the individual has received the final atonement and his sins have been blotted out. Two, the number of Christ's subjects to be saved is now completed. Three, the saved are ready to receive the kingdom. Four, and Jesus ceases his intercession with the words, It is done. We find all this in the Great Controversy, page 613. Then Jesus ceases his intercession in the sanctuary above. He lifts his hands and with a loud voice says, It is done. And all the angelic host lay off their crowns as he makes the solemn announcement, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Revelation 22, verse 11. Every case has been decided for life or death. Christ has made the atonement for his people and blotted out their sins. The number of his subjects is made up. The kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of his kingdom under the whole heaven is about to be given to the heirs of salvation. And Jesus is to reign as King of kings and Lord of lords." Unquote. And notice now what is to happen. Early Writings, page 280. As Jesus moves out of the most holy place, I hear the tinkling of the bells upon his garment. And as he left, a cloud of darkness covered the inhabitants of the earth. There was then no mediator between guilty man and an offended God. While Jesus had been standing between God and the guilty man, a restraint was upon the people. But when he stepped out from between man and the Father, the restraint was removed and Satan had entire control of the finally impenitent. Now commences the big time of trouble, which will be our next subject, in which the wicked will have no shelter as God's wrath is poured out upon them, for there is no mediator. Before I close, I must bring you these touching words found in Early Writings, page 71. I saw that many 
do not realize what they must be in order to live in the sight of the Lord without a high priest in the sanctuary through the time of trouble. Those who receive the seal of the living God and are protected in that time of trouble must reflect the image of Jesus fully. I saw that many were neglecting the preparation so needful and were looking to the time of refreshing and the latter rain to fit them to stand in the day of the Lord and to live in his sight. Oh, how many I saw in the time of trouble without a shelter. They had neglected the needful preparation. Therefore, they could not receive the refreshing that all must have to fit them to live in the sight of a holy God. Those who refused to be hewed by the prophet, prophets and fail to purify their souls in obeying the whole truth and who are willing to believe that their condition is far better than it really is will come up to the time of the falling of the plagues and then see that they needed to be hewed and squared for the building." Unquote. Oh, friend, won't you join me this moment and plead with God for help that we may be ready? Let us pray. Oh God, we are so frail, so needy, so unprepared, and so asleep as probation's closing hour looms just around the corner. Please, dear God, grant us thy divine power to face this final test that we may be ready to live without a mediator, sealed for eternity. Dear God, please help us to awake and ever ready is our prayer. Amen.
Close to the 